Welcome everybody to this week's episode of Reclaimed Audio. This is episode, this is a big one boys, 150 for wow. for yesterday, September 19th, 2018. You know what we should do? It's 150. We should say who we are again. Uh, my name is Phil Pinsky and with me as always are, let's go with Bill. Bill, what's your name? Bill. Okay, Tim, what's your name again? Tim. Tremendous. This week's top Patreon you, support. I'm just kidding. Do you want to do the whole thing? Like the... All the like, supporters? Go through the, the, the callers? Or... No, I mean... Um, for oh, us, who like, are we? Okay, is that so what you meant? the premise of the show, if you are brand new and this is your first time, oh boy, are you in for a treat. Uh, yeah, I hate this one. <laughs> well, I'll do it a little bit different. But basically, the way it works yeah. is we are three makers, but we come at it from a different perspective. Our little, uh, our, our little spiel is that collars right so i'm white collar mm. bill is blue collar and tim is more of an artist so he doesn't really have a collar uh unless yeah, i think we settled on plaid collar plaid collar unless there's like a funeral yeah. or something which case he busts out yeah. his actual color so but uh, the one thing we all have in common is we like to work pretty much exclusively with reclaimed materials uh we and that's hence the reclaimed part of our right right podcast um audio i will name off our top patreon supporters this week but because i'm not prepared to do it i will name off everybody next week in the start of the you know of the next 150 episodes nice probably. you didn't probably well, by not prepared phil means he didn't do his throat exercises to get through the list that's right that's right i got it straight i can't lose my voice this week's top <laughs> patreon supporters are make build modify Stu morrison the godfather jimmy DeResta. <laughs> Scott Turner, Greg Mead, Chad Grossclaws, Shane Bronson, Keith Decent, Ryan Ridgely, Jeff Shaw, Infinite Craftsman, LiquidRC.com, Mike Jeffcoat, Jim Bashirs, Brad Dudenhofer, Paul Jackman, the boys over at Maybe I've Said Too Much, John Made It, and Barry Custom. So, with all that being said, if you are new, welcome aboard. If you have been around... Welcome and thank you for joining us on this, our 150th episode. Uh, and then with all of that mushy stuff out of the way, boys, what are we up to? Bill, what are you doing? Um, I am turning a vacant bagel shop into a hair salon. I'm glad it's not the other way around because it could get pretty gross. Mm. You yeah. know what? I actually found there's. A, I had to get rid of some. The, the, I guess it was two brothers, and it was a high end bagel shop. And then they got mad at each other, and they walked away. Literally walked away. So for a year, this place has been sitting with all this bakery equipment, uh. ovens, baking racks, everything. And they at least didn't leave much food behind. But I did find in one of the uh, baking racks. A pull, you know, I was, they're all aluminum, so we had somebody I knew that was uh, that could use them. And pulled out one of the racks, and in the back was something that was round and had a hole in it, but it was completely black. And <laughs> it, I think oh, it I looked at me. Going. Now, I thought for sure you were going to talk about rats. No, Anywhere no, it's just there was an old rats. bagel that was that they didn't clean, and it was oh. just like it had turned for years. <laughs> for well, not years, but about a year. You know, it was it was just completely black, and it just looked angry. It was an angry bagel. Angry Bagel. That's a great name for a bagel shop. That's a great name like for a bagel our next shop. week's podcast. Angry Bagel. Yeah. I think it's a better name for a bagel shop. All right. The Angry Bagel is a good name for a bagel shop. Yeah. Right. Like and then, place, like, place as you walk music. in, they go, what do you want? <laughs> You're like a bagel. Why are you so angry? Here's your bagel. Yeah. 
But uh, anyway, so that's cool. that's what so I'm can, doing. Can you? So this is so this is your wife, Casey's salon that you. She had to move. From she had to move location. from where they're currently at, um, and uh, uh, so it's actually it's a better location. It's better all around. If anybody knows the Bay Area, they've heard of Jack London Square in Oakland. It's actually two blocks from Jack London Square, which is a historic uh, shopping, take ferry rides across the San Francisco type spot. Uh, shops and everything, so it's really cool. It's 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 going to be fun, but it's just a lot of work. Typical, we mm-hmm. had a one contractor came in and said, "Oh my goodness, this is going to be tens and tens, if not a hundred thousand dollars." And I'm just like, "Okay, go mm-hmm. away." We, we no, that's not true. So it's going to take some sweat equity and um, little hard work and and uh, some friends and help and love, and and we'll get her done. But it's real. It started. I'm in there. I'm actually. I started the demo. We got bunch of stuff torn apart which is always fun but hard work yeah yeah and um yeah and, and much truck loads in my i got my truck got dirty oh my goodness the back of my truck i actually there, there was sheetrock dust in it i was so upset that's the worst you hose it out you got to sell it now yeah I, you sell it's it finished. um yeah I, I vacuumed it it's okay i'll live but anyway that everybody and thinks that the demo part is going to be the most fun and it is for about an hour and then you're like uh, I got to do the rest of this and clean it up. Yeah. See, this is the this is the part, and I, I was asked this like three times. Oh, damn! Isn't that so great? Because you can just take out your aggressions, and I just like, no, it's work. It's just work. It's yeah. what I do every day. Yeah. It's just work. It's not fun. It's not aggression. It's just work. It's it's and just so it's, not it's like fun every- because you you move a lot of material quickly, and so that's fun. Like where like you know if you're. It's not like sanding to, to 1,000 grit, you know what I mean, where you spend 20 minutes and there's very little noticeable difference. It's like you get like a lot of stuff moved quickly, and that's what's fun about it. But other than that, it's just a pain in the neck. I think most people think that demo is what they see on TV, which is exactly. somebody taking a sledgehammer to yeah. a piece of drywall. Yeah, empty, hollow drywall with no studs. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> and then with, cut with to demo commercial life, and the room is cleared out, yeah. Yeah, but yeah. demo in real life is you have to actually be very, very careful because you're trying yeah. to save a lot of these walls. So you got to mm. peel off very carefully, pull nails out from here, make sure that you're very diligent about it, and then you got to haul all that crap out of there. So Yeah, yeah. and it's and it gets to be fun. dangerous quick because stuff's laying around the ground, you're tripping, there's nails sticking out, yeah. you know, it's it's exposed stuff. can be dangerous. Yeah. So, you know, I, I also I started on my uh, my next video, which is kind of fun because um, inside the salon there's two spots that are kind of like a uh, built-in uh, recess in, in the wall, but it's two arches, two archways, and they're about seven feet wide, seven feet tall. But it's just like a recess, uh, a ten-inch recess into the wall, and so the the they want the top half uh, to be pallet wood back, you know, backer board. So what I'm going to do, what, or what I started doing, I brought the camera and I just took some, I found a big roll of uh, white butcher paper, you know, the, like this giant roll of toilet paper, but it's butcher paper. I used that to create a template, taped it up there, cut it to shape and size, rolled that up, brought it home. I'm going to cut down it and I filmed that. So it's going to be a project, hmm, uh, this cool. pallet board wall inside arch walls that the retail shelves will go in front of. But anyway, uh, so nice. that's what I did. I did. I did this. Uh, I recycled some. Uh, <laughs> I upcycled some butcher paper. Used that to create two gigantic seven by five templates. Uh, laid them out on a couple of sheets of plywood, and I, I cut the arch out with a, a jigsaw, and then I'll fill in the, that plywood with the pallet boards. Flip it over. Use a trim router to get it all nice and done but it, it, yep. it's going to be cool it's going to be cool so anyway that's that's what i've been doing sounds cool yeah 
I like that. Yeah, you're going to be busy, huh? Busy <laughs> for the next couple months? Uh, yeah, I, I hope it's not that long. I'm hoping it'll be ready. Like, I hope I'm doing the little minor stuff in, in about a month. We got the contractors yeah. coming in to just, you know, remove this wall and outlet here, put a drain over there. And then it's up to me to get all the designs and the fixtures and everything built and set in place. So, yeah, it's going to be busy. Is is I know this is weird because it's your wife's shop, but is the company, because she's like a partner in a company, is the company paying you for this? or is Yep. Yeah, okay. Yeah, nice. in fact, um, they, they qualified for a uh, some help from the city. It's a small business, woman-owned business. So they have to spend X amount of dollars. They get reimbursed a portion of that, and uh, that's more than generously enough going to cover my expenses. And as a surprise bonus, uh, they all have Verizon. So Manifesto uses Verizon for their cell service. And um, I told Casey, well, what, what would it cost – or she had mentioned, do you want to come over to Verizon? Because, you know, we could just add a line. It's cheaper than what you're paying now. And I'm like, okay. I said, well, I'm ready for a new iPhone anyway. Blah, 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 blah. I said, but I don't think I can afford, I don't want to pay for the new XS or whatever that is. I have an 8. Um, maybe I'll just try. I don't know what I'll do. Just at least get me an 8. Blah, blah, blah. She calls me up to phone say, well, we decided that instead of you just being on the plan, Manifest is going to pay for it for all your hard work. And we got you whatever that X big one, the Max thing is. I got the new XS Max iPhone coming. It's pre-ordered. Ah! <laughs> so exciting for you. That's great. It is. Yeah. I know. It's it's yeah. just, uh, amazing and fun. But yes, so they are. It's budgeted in that it, it is a paid job. They paid me for the last one, but it was three years late. This time it's going to happen when I'm done doing the work. So. <laughs> Before you give them the keys back, right? <laughs> oh, they're never getting the keys back. Right. <laughs> Tim, what are you uh, what are you up to? Um I well but before I forget, I wanted to mention that we're recording this a little late, but this will still come out before Saturday. Uh the September twenty second, I will be at the New York City Maker Fair. Oh yeah. Um it's two days, but I'm only gonna be there on Saturday and uh I'm gonna be <laughs> Uh, hanging out a little bit with uh, Senior Raul Hackman, uh, Paul oh, Jackman. I'm sorry about that. Over bud. at the yeah, well, I mean that's you know there's always a catch, but yeah. um, over at the um, the Carolina uh, and Arbor Tech booth because they're gonna have some of my synthetic leather Sway Carolina boots on display. They made a uh, they should be there. They made a couple pairs up to uh, t- display to promote that the upcoming uh, Kickstarter will be coming. And I don't have all the details on that yet, but it's all supposed to be happening fairly soon i know that there have been some changes since the last update i got so i don't want to get into you know say anything that's wrong but uh for i believe the boots will be there and if not i'll be wearing mine so (laughs) and uh and then i'm gonna you know mill about of course and also um uh make jagger or make it jagger i'm sorry do you did you ever see her channel she only has one youtube video up but she's been started progressively getting more active in the in this community uh and she's hosting a little kind of uh, post party, um, like get together, hang out at a bar not far from after maker. party. That's what we call it. After yeah, yeah. It was a meet and greet, whatever. You know, like a, right. a meetup. A meetup is what they always call them. Can't they be veggie ups? They they could be veggie ups. Since I'm there, they'll be yeah broccoli ups. But um, so I wanted to mention that before I forgot. And then what am I I up to? I am up to prepping up for this guitar show, which I actually. Uh, I was a little nervous that I wasn't going to have enough time because I had to go. I wanted to really go through all my guitars and, and get them all playing good and this and that and the other thing. And uh, my buddy Crash uh, came over to my shop 
uh, last weekend. He is he used to like roadie for years, and and uh, he used to work at a guitar factory that used to be in Connecticut, and very knowledgeable about guitars. Um, he used to help my band out, and uh, he used to help us load in and out and stuff. Basically, he like helped us load in and out for free drinks, you know, on the, when he had the day off, you know. He's the man. And um, he, yeah, exactly. And he's uh, he's super knowledgeable about guitar setups and stuff. So he came over to my shop to show me how he crowns and files frets and stuff. And I put a little bit on my Instagram story. And, you know, his approach to it is the same as my approach, right? I mean, it's like there's, you know what I mean? It's like there's there's one, there's a way to do it and you, you set it up and you do it. But he had a couple tricks from just years of experience and these little, just those little tips and tricks you pick up, you know, like the reason we watch YouTube videos of makers, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. When he's like, oh, I never thought of just clamping that there and then doing it like that, like all those little things. I just got this like download of information from him of all these like his 20, 30 years of little things that have added up and developed into where like I didn't have to go through the trial and error process to get to the final result. Then he's like the final result. Like the, the, the my favorite one was when he's after you do all the crowning and the and the filing of the frets and you sand them and you have to sand you know you start at like three twenty or four hundred grit all the way up to I always go to two thousand. He stops at fifteen hundred. Um, so there's several steps and it's you know it's a pain in the neck. It's tedious sanding. And um, his tip was he takes. <laughs> doggy poop bags because he has a dog and he has a roll of dog poop bags all rolled up into about an inch diameter and then they're all taped up with masking tape and he uses that as a block for his sanding sandpaper mm. uh, you know, like, as contour. a flexible block yeah exactly and it's like it's just brilliant it's like i would always use like my finger you know or i had some like kind of like sanding sponges i would use and stuff but the dog poop bags are like the best like way better than anything you could ever buy like little things like that. That I just love learning stuff like that. I know? want a YouTube series starring Crash. Yeah, call it um, Crash Course. But I, if I recall, crash though, Crash um, threatened him physically if he shared any more of his secrets. So I don't think that's going to happen. <laughs> yeah, cra- if Wait, I know Crash, joke, but... and I don't, that does not seem like something he would say. Uh, he did. He did. <laughs> <laughs> he has this. He, he has a, which I will share eventually, but. <laughs> He has this, his one little tip for the final filing polishing that's just, like, so much better than what I was doing. and so easy and so cheap. Um, and I, I will I will share that. I'm going to do a video eventually on uh, on this process based on some of the things I've learned and done over the years and some of the stuff I've learned from him. But I want to get some more experience before I do, like, that video. Um, so then I'm also working on a guitar stand uh, I just made today for the show, like a display, and I had like a hundred ideas of what I wanted to do, and I couldn't settle on any, and I was trying to think about something that's easy to get them in and out, and uh, I came up with this this little thing today. It's basically just half a pallet, and I put like a metal frame on top of it that actually comes off, and um, and I welded some bolts onto it that the guitars rest on. So it's kind of like, like the one you made a while back, Bill, out of the palace where the guitars go sideways. But the way it's sort of set up, it's they I can sort of turn them at like a forty-five. Okay. So it's like a little little wider, so you can kind of see the front. So it's not it's not as efficient for storage, but it's better for display. So it holds six of them, and it's on these big casters. Uh, yeah, so I that, that, that one I made fun. exactly was on forty-fives. Uh, the guitars are. Yeah. No, the guitars are sideways, weren't they? Like slid no. in like books on a shelf. No. Oh. They were, well, well, your guitars are skinnier too. Yeah, so. but I mean, but I did that on purpose where they were on forty-five, so you can actually it, so was, see it was a display as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was kind of. I mean, it's really just it's just the way you set them down, you know. But but uh, you know, it looks cool. I was kind of rustic, uh, and that's been fun. But I think that was that was the stuff I wanted to, to mention. I think it was. Um, uh, uh, that's uh, enough. Scott Hahn maybe yesterday or today put a meme it's like hey when i share something about my new guitar <laughs> and everybody looks at me like yeah so that's what phil's doing right now <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah i'm actually 
uh, answering stupid work texts, and I'm really sorry, but uh, did we get to me yet? Yeah, it's your turn. Yeah, we're, and we're not even going to try and skip you. It's our 150th. Oh, since you're, since guys, you're busy texting, guys, that's really that's really nice. We love uh, you. Thank you. So, uh, what did I do this week? This week, I sort of snuck in as much time as I possibly could to get Etsy orders out. Uh, yesterday was uh, Yom Kippur, which I mentioned in the uh, in the pre-show. For anyone who doesn't uh, doesn't know what that is, it's a Jewish holiday, and it's a day where we fast. It's called the Day of Atonement, and uh, we we basically it's kind of like confession for Catholics, except it's with food and lasts very very long amount of time. Uh, How do you fast with food? Well, you don't. That's you abstain from food. It's like it's like Lent. Only instead of giving up meat, you give up everything. Yeah, but you said we fasted, but it's like it's like Catholic confessions, but with food. Meaning, uh, that's so you're absolved of your sins if you speak to the priest and tell them what you did. In this case, you don't eat, and then you're absolved of your sins. Do you- oh, so you don't have to confess anything. You just have to not eat. Yeah, well, it's more of a relationship directly with God rather than through an intermediary. So how long do you have to not eat? 26 hours. And after that? Why 26? Yeah. Why not 24? Uh, let me leap year. double check that. It's, it's leap year. It's uh, oh, something to do with the way the, uh, the lunar calendar. I don't know. That's just... I do what I'm told, kid. That's what I do. It, it depends upon Phil's cycle <laughs> that month. That's all. That's right. If I have my menzies, then it's longer. And if I don't, it's a little shorter. I don't know. Anyway, so that's what it was. So this, that, and then last week was New Year. Yada, yada. Anyway, so, uh, so that's what I'm doing. And I have to get an order out tomorrow because I'm in Florida all next week uh, on business. So maybe I'll, maybe I'll post something. And if anyone's around either Tampa or Miami or... Uh, or Le- not Orlando or Fort Lauderdale. Maybe we could do a meetup or something. So I'll have to figure that out because I'm going to be all over the state next uh, next week. And uh, that oh, and I also made a chessboard. So oh. trying to get trying to teach my son how to play chess. So I made a chessboard. And what we're going to do is we're just going to order the chess pieces on Amazon. And hear me out. This is why we're doing it. Uh, we're doing it because. I want him to be able to recognize the pieces. I don't have a lathe. Yeah. And if I'm going to do it, then they're going to look like these strange Bauhausy things that, you know, could be interpreted by someone who does know how to play chess, what the pieces are. But for a five-year-old, I just want them to be the universal chess pieces. No, that's, that's great. And then that gives yeah. him the opportunity at some point you two can make the pieces uh, once he knows mm-hmm. what they are together. So that'd be great. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Hey, uh, um, before we get started, by the way, um, Speaking of the boys that maybe I've said too much, even though we weren't talking about them, but they came up in my head yeah. because... No, it, we were not. Not even a little bit. Everybody on the East Coast been, uh, thinking about uh, them. survived mm-hmm. the storm, and it was nice to hear uh, through Joel, Mike, and Izzy posting that uh, at least a lot of pe- people were fine. So I'm glad everybody's okay. Well, I feel a little jerky for what I said, but not jerky enough to want to take it back. What'd you say? Uh, agree. Yeah. Okay. Just about negative things about uh, yeah, maybe yeah. We weren't really struggles. thinking about but, them. Yeah. And then you brought them yeah. up. So. Oh, I always Try think to. about them. We're certainly glad that to, you know that the reports are good for you know people being healthy and and yeah. well. But. Yeah. I, oh, and uh, and uh, Ragtie is on almost at the end of his uh, journey across the country. So we know he listens and Rag. Um, 
by the time you yeah, hear this. Yeah, what's he doing? Is he, is he he's, moving? Or? Yeah, he's like, he's middle of the country now. He upped his, upped his California game and he's. What are you? He out. moved to Galena? I think he did. Rag, I'm, I don't think I'm moving there now, man. I love you, but um, can I spend the night at least sometimes? I love you. Okay. Very cool. Okay, so this is our 150th uh, episode, and uh, the title is This Is Not a Clip Show, which is a, sort of a funny title because a lot of um, you know television shows, when they get to a certain amount of episodes they just end up doing some cheesy clip show where the host comes out and there's a whole bunch of different clips of past episodes and it's a way of sort of getting out of actually having to do a show what we're going to do in that vein it's is so sort different of, <laughs> so totally different we're actually not even going to go through the effort of of bringing up past episodes through recordings instead we're going to look at our episode list and try to remember what the titles actually meant so. But only based upon <laughs> titles that stand out to Tim. It's it sounded like a good idea at the, at the time. time. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it, it <laughs> no, it which was about ten minutes go ago, through, by the way. We're no, it was like twenty already. Uh, we're gonna go through, sort of maybe even our favorites, like what stood out for us individually, um, you know that kind of thing. And we and don't I know what it, we're gonna do. Why don't we just start? I think that's probably yeah. the best thing so to do. I think a great place to start is our first episode, and it was called Origin Stories. And it is, uh, well, not surprisingly, our most popular episode uh, where people sort of just learn who we are. We introduced ourselves for the first time. Uh, I don't know. This came out two years ago, over two years ago at this point. Almost three years ago, mm-hmm. yeah. That's right, yeah. When did we, we start in October? Yeah, 50, 50 something a year, you know, yeah. Yeah, which, that's, that's, this is like our third year almost because it'd be 156 would be three years. Right. Wow. If we if there's no leap year and stuff, so we're wow. almost at three years. Mi hermanos, brothers, right. this is something big. Yeah, this is yeah it is kind of a big deal. We've been doing this a long time. Wow. Huh? Well, although to be fair, I still have underwear older than this podcast. So, um, oh yeah. So it's not. I don't have any of this younger. I think. <laughs> <laughs> I don't buy underwear. Is what we're saying. Um, yeah, no, so not no, to derail us no. already, but there was that study about that. Like, like the average man only buys underwear, his own underwear, for like four years of his life because, like, up through college, his parents buy it, and then they get married, and his wife buys it. So I, I actually man, just like, bought. My wife has never bought me underwear. She buys me almost everything else, but underwear is something you're I not buy. the average man, Phil. That's a that's a very well, Casey very doesn't buy mine statement. either. I mean, and I also I I I'm probably every six months I I get like twelve to fifteen new pair. What are you doing with the old ones? <laughs> you just like blowing leak? through them, literally. Hey, remember that? On? Hey, remember that guitar I sent you? Don't no, ever what? open it up. Just don't ever open it up. It's. I it's knew on. it sounded muffled. You're disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> no, seriously, that's it's one of the few things I don't reclaim. I just I that and socks, man. I I like fresh socks. I don't like it when my socks get old. So, I huh. I'm now socks socks make great. Um, polish appliers in the shop. They do. You know, old socks. Yep. You put your hand I, right in I have mitten. quite I a few. It. Casey just bought a whole bunch of yeah. new uh, workout ankle size socks, which make are even more mitten-y like. So I because yeah, they're like one one use. You yeah. don't feel guilty throwing them out. No, no, no. Yeah. It, no, it's good. But yeah, I, I definitely. Uh, I don't know how this started with our origin stories, Phil. Well, we're see. learning something new about each other right now, so I think that's it, that's interesting. Yeah, I wear clean clothing and have good hygiene and you two are somewhere in the middle of that also you rub foot fungus all over your products 
<laughs> oh, I do too. Yeah, so do I. Yeah. Uh, anyway, so, but uh, okay. So all so to say that two. first episode was a a very special one, and and it sort of just kicked off. Um, I'm not sure I'm ready to use the word phenomenon, but it might be appropriate <laughs> to call reclaimed audio a phenomenon. Uh, yeah, I, 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 I I remember specifically um, uh, getting the phone call or the text from Tim asking if I was interested, and this whole thing wasn't a real thing yet. And then te- talking or texting with you for the first time, yeah, uh, uh, yeah. So it th- that it, it was kind of special. And then then airing or recording that very first episode, it was somewhat awkward. We were getting to know each other, but um, yeah. wow, what a three years, guys! Three years. Do you remember? Do you remember what it was like, Phil, before we had regrets? <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was a, it was a golden age. It was a golden age. But you know what the truth is? The the funny thing is, if I mean we record obviously week to week to week, right? So when you're some you're this close to it, you mm. don't see the change. But yeah. I am sure so sure that if we listen to an episode from three years ago versus one now, you can actually see the the real transition, the real evolution of our relationship amongst the three of us, and the chemistry that I feel we had right off the bat as developed. Yeah. Even more. I think so. I mean, you're talking mm. about a time before uh, children went to college, before children were born, right? For mm. you guys. Yeah. Before children yeah. were reunited. Before children were their... reunited. I mean, it's like th- yeah. there's some ser- – we've been through life together, boys. Life. Wow. Wow, that's – that's not, and it's true, and we've met in real life yep. a couple of times, you know, for me and Tim. Three yep. times maybe uh, by the way, I should be in twice. the uh, yeah. I should be in the Connecticut area in you know the next month or two, so we should set something up. Yeah, we should. It would actually be really cool if you could come to my shop. Oh yeah, because you've never been there. That's true. You know, you know what? I'm gonna extend can... my trip by one extra day, and I'm gonna come by. How's that? Whoa, that sounds good. That'll be fun. Yeah, let's do that. When are yeah. you coming to San Francisco? I will. I will be doing that. So okay. I'll schedule that with you as well. Nice. The old excellent. Yeah. All right, what's uh, what's what's the next episode that caught your eye, Tim? Well, you, can I just say one thing? I, I want to so I mentioned it in the pre-show, but I want to say it now again. Mm, there, please, it, the big the big thing that you can see if you look at at our episodes is that we really at the very beginning started building with very very large blocks, really foundational stones, things like who we are, what reclaimed means you know, where imagination comes from, you know, where creativity and, and then practical things like safety. And we talked about, you know, like, uh, what we bring to the table, like value. And then as, as the, we've gotten right to the, the capstones and we've gotten to the, the, the gargoyles and really the smallest possible building blocks of that building as, as, as time has gone on. And I think the show is getting more and more and more interesting as we talk about more wink, wink, Bill, esoteric, topics I, I we're we're almost at an andy berkey level of design and detail if yeah if, if that makes sense because andy is a he's a <laughs> an artisan how could it possibly <laughs> what you have to really know andy and what he does for that to make sense well that's what i'm saying he's he's an right. artist he's a he's a craftsperson that that doesn't he doesn't build houses he finances he uh, finesses the minute details that make a house spectacular. But more specifically, Andy is a restorer and repairer, generally speaking, of, uh, of, of religious artifacts and, and fixtures. So he'll fix mm. a, 
you know, uh, arching or molding in a church or in a synagogue or something like that that's, that was made 80 years ago and has to be recreated from scratch, and he'll come up with the tooling and the, and the jigs to do that. So he is a master craftsman. He replaced mm. Jesus's finger. I mean, come on. Yeah. <laughs> I was just thinking that too. It's like yeah. he's always like replacing appendages on Jesus. Like yeah. not anybody gets to do that. That's right. <laughs> That's right. He gave Jesus the finger. How's that? <laughs> and they were and and the priests were happy about it. So Yeah. So do you want That's me to, like the most want, interesting man. <laughs> do you want me to write down for uh, next year's Yom Kippur the something you're gonna have to repent about? I don't think I, a, I think I'm good. I gotta be honest with you. I don't think he's all he's all set with Jesus. That's okay. Uh, <laughs> He doesn't know Jesus anything. <laughs> I, I mean, I, I, I admit that Jesus was a man who did live at that time and who was a carpenter. And he was Jewish, a full-grown man. Like me. He was a carpenter. Basically, oh, Phil, carpenter, you yeah. are, we were talking earlier in the pre-show about what superheroes. You're Jesus. A little bit. Yeah. A little bit. A little bit. A little bit. Yeah, so I'm looking at the – I'm try, not that I'm trying to make us have a podcast again. Uh, but I'm looking through, like, this first list of 20, and you're, you're absolutely right. It's like um, some of the titles are like, when is green not green? Yeah. Inspiration, um, you know, motivation, like all these, like, really big things. And I think just by design we had to get more minutiae, you know, with it. We, we couldn't just keep doing those same topics over and over again, obviously, so we had to get more – Focus, which is, uh, yeah, like you said, a good thing, you know. Uh, hopefully, our listeners agree. Um, you know, well, they're going gets, a little deeper. It just deeper gets more interesting because you had to drill down really and get deeper, you know, into a topic. Mm. Well, mm. it also, you know, the, at the beginning, it gave us an opportunity with these these subjects being such big building blocks, as you say, Phil, or so wide open. It gave us an opportunity to get to know each other, you know, and how, what we think about these bigger topics, because we do all three see things and and that has become clear over time. We see things differently. We have different perspectives on the same ideas, safety, what tools to use, what your favorite functions are in the shop, all of these things. We talked about it so broadly and we each, we each kind of, um, uh, let ourselves be known on how we felt about that. And now when Mm -hmm. we approach a topic, uh, it very much has that in mind. It's like this would be amazing to talk about because each of us brings something a different point of view to the table to do that. So those be mm. those those building blocks at the beginning were not just um, uh, big and broad, but they were also necessary. I think. And it's, uh, Absolutely. Listen, this podcast yeah. by design is three people who come at things in a very different way, and I think it right. makes for a much more interesting conversation. I've said it before, and I'll say it again. Uh, a podcast mm. that has three people or two people that just go, yep, 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 is not particularly interesting. So I think mm. there does need to be, and I, I'm hesitant to use the word, but I think there does need to be some conflict or you know, uh, headbutting on topics for to, to have a real conversation. Yeah, and we and we have a few times both, you know, in topics of the conversations and just our approach to the podcast as mm-hmm. the podcast has grown and changed and we've had some differences of opinions on how to do that. But I think that's what gives us a better product. And I'm not a collaborative person by nature. You know, like I like to work alone. I think a lot of us yeah, do. Yeah, we know, Tim. Um, we know. Yeah, I know you know. <laughs> I think I made that pretty clear on episode. What number was that? One. One. <laughs> But uh, but I do I do see the benefits of collaboration for what we've you know developed and grown here. But what you know one thing I'm thinking about as we discuss this is I'm looking at like episode 16, the hunt, and episode 15, trendy, where we talked about like where we look for stuff and how to follow trends and or, or set trends instead of follow and all these things that 
I do think about this sometimes about new listeners coming in because we obviously want to attract new listeners. Like, is the the topics that we do now are they too focused for new listeners to jump in and enjoy? You think? Apparently not, because um, we're steadily, maybe not leaps and bounds, but we are steadily growing. And I think the reason why our older our older episodes have higher numbers is because new listeners are going, "Wow, this is really interesting," and they're going back. So, I would recommend that if you are a new yeah. listener to. I mean, so I just kind quit of your job for sometimes is like, uh, you know, is like a Jimmy Kimmel or a Jimmy Fallon. It doesn't necess- like you're not necessarily going to them to, to see the news. Right. It's more about entertainment. And I think that we've transitioned a lot yeah. from like an informational podcast to entertainment podcast. And, and sort of maybe that's I, I don't I don't think it's possible to keep rehashing the same safety tips and the same no. building tips but it's an entertainment podcast that has good information in it as we talk about the things that we're building yeah yeah i think it's the we had some, we've had yeah. some yeah we've had some guests too i'm seeing some uh some names coming up in the list like we had the, our very first guest was 13 episodes in was izzy swan izzy i'm seeing here on episode I'm sitting here, episode 19. We uh, we managed to get the Godfather Jimmy Duresta to sit in with us, and uh, Dave Pachuto mm-hmm. about a month after that, uh, and Bob Claggett a month after that. We got all the all we, the big names out early. We did we really did really well with the guests the first few months, didn't we? Yeah, yeah. and then we sort of stopped it, because it did sort of it did sort of make it more difficult for scheduling and and for uh, a few you know into you know management reasons and stuff. We kind of and then then Phil had the idea to start charging people to be. <laughs> well, here's what I want to know: How do we go from Izzy Swan, Jimmy Duresta, Dave Petuto, Bob Claggett? We had Laura Kampf, right? How do we go from that yep. to? Joel Here we go, and Mike and Izzy again, and, and well, there's only so many. There's only Andy. so many quality Why, guests what, out there. How did Andy Berkey happen to our show? What what? What possessed any of us? Oh, what was that other guy? What's the real woodworker's name? I forgot. Um, he has a My podcast, My best friend, too. Spags? Yeah. Oh, Spags. I Spags. think he oh, was yeah, on he, there, too. That's right. We had Mark Spagnola on once. We had. Oh. Wow. That's a big name. I think I think in the early, the first year, apparently, from what we're looking at, we were trying to get guests on, too, to help get our show known with the hopes that uh, that they would share, like, oh, hey, I was a guest on this, and we would get some new listeners and stuff. And, and that I'm didn't work at, at all. And, uh, it only, it I'm didn't work the numbers, that didn't help. It did work with yeah. Spags. <laughs> Um, but your best yeah, friend didn't really seemed to no. It worked up with to, making it also, like because they set us a couple of. T- it works with every single one. Yeah. I mean, there's no such it's thing as bad right. exposure. I mean, yeah, except for had, that thing with the trench coat that you did build. That's bad exposure. <laughs> that was yeah, bad exposure. According to the courts, uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. But did you see but, how um, did you see how clean and new my underwear was? No, no, we I all, looked away real did. quick. <laughs> We had Ben Uade on once too, episode yeah. forty-four, and we had the, the we had episode forty-three. We had my favorite Lutz, Casey Lutz. <laughs> oh yeah, remember how nice that episode was? When, yeah, she was. And we, we just Lutz and, on and, and we just celebrated eight years and of marriage and ten years together. Even after I exposed her to both of you guys at the same time, I feel like you're using the word celebrate very loosely. <laughs> Very lutely. <laughs> yes, lutely. That's right. Uh, okay, let me see what else. What was my favorite episode? Proud of growing pains. You know, the funniest part is that using these uh, quote unquote. I'm using air quotes right now. Clever topic titles. I don't mm-hmm. know what they are anymore. 
What the? What, what did? Yeah. Let's, even let's talk do about? that. Pick, pick, pick one, and we'll see if we can remember. See who, which one of us remembers what it was. Uh, well, some of the earlier ones are very clear. Like, do yeah, you need passion? Where we sort of answered that, but. If you click on it, it would give you a subtitle that, um, I mean, we write for most of them at least a one-sentence description. Yeah, I don't know how great I was about that. I'm not clicking on them. Oh, uh, really? So, let's say the second time Izzy, wa- Izzy was on was uh, was the 50th episode, and it's called The Reveal. I honestly yeah, what have does no that idea mean? what that means. Um, You know what? The Reveal... I can make something up, like, you know, when you're done, you have to, you know, you deliver Mm. something to the client, here you go, Yeah, Mm. I don't know if that's what it was. It could be. It could be something as simple as that, but with Izzy, I don't feel like that's what it would have been. Well, you know, yeah, that doesn't... Let's call him right now. Yeah, call him right now. (laughs) Hey, man, what are you up to? Um, What was that? Remember the second... No, not the first. Remember the second time you were on? And he's like, oh, you mean August 17th? Yeah. <laughs> he's got like a memory. Um, even like, uh, and we seem to have, to have like runs of of bad titles or titles that don't make sense in hindsight. Uh, I'm looking at uh, 80 and 81. 80 is for the sake of it. And 81 is perception of me. Uh, and then 83 is Chuck Norris, Wilhelmina Pinsky. <laughs> That one was when I think Bill got his lizards. You think? I think that's when he got his lizards. I have no idea what that one was about, but I love the title. Here's one I remember: Control C, Control V. Oh yeah. Copy paste. Didn't isn't that sure when that Bill? A- we found out Bill used to work for Microsoft as a tech. Wait a minute. What was oh. the other one? We had another nerdy name one that you guys thought was amazing. I had no idea. It's a 101 or 10CI2, whatever. And oh, it's ID, ID, ID10T. Yeah. ID10T. Yeah. It's, I, when I was in university or college for my American friends, uh, when you were talking to other... You don't have to say that. We can figure that out. We're, uh, American, your American friends aren't, like, stupid. We, we understand. I, I want to make you feel comfortable. I don't want to use the same lingo that's, you're used that's to That's why he's explaining the word idiot to the Americans. <laughs> See, you just ruined the punchline. ID10T is what one tech would say to another as was the error code for this one thing. And it's when the person, like, you know, forgot to plug in the computer and calls the tech. And this was before you could do, like, remote tech support. You'd actually have to go on site. And you'd get there and be yeah. like... Oh, I drove 45 minutes to get here, and I can only bill you for half an hour, but let me just plug this in for you. So yeah, that's an ID10T yeah. error. I don't know yep. what we talked about on the podcast, but that's what an ID10T error is. Yeah. Oh, and, and episode 57 was uh, live at Making It 100. Oh, now that's something Jimmy, Bob, we can and talk, Dave. talk about. What, yeah. what that was, an amazing experience. That was the first time we met, first of all. That was awesome. In person, my yeah, favorite yeah, episode yeah. of all time. All three of us. Yeah. It's my second favorite episode of all time. My first favorite of all time would be Guitar Heroes or Zeros, whatever it was. <laughs> You're such a jerk. <laughs> <laughs> That's the only, the only one Phil missed. <laughs> well, you blew you know through what's... Jimmy being a guest on and didn't even say that I missed that one because I was half dead. I mean... Ah, details. Yeah, I don't know. That's 
I don't know how relevant that is. <laughs> I know. It's, Jimmy was there. I mean. Yeah. I mean. You know, it's whatever. And, like, no matter how much we prompted him, he not once picked up on the fact that we wanted him to be a permanent fixture on the podcast. Not once. Not once. No. But, uh, yeah, making it 100 was freaking awesome. I was like, I always tell people that that was what it must be like at the smallest, smallest level of what it's like to be a celebrity. To be able to have people walk up to you who know who you are, but you don't necessarily know who they are, and for them to appreciate your work, I was like, that was the most incredible experience of my life. I mean, you know, in the wedding and the children and yada yada, but making it 100. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what? It's a little different um, because I I have had those like I knew you were I, it say sounds that. like lame, but those situations where like you know you're on a stage and people are like well, I want to talk to you or whatever, and and um, generally speaking, when that happens, like the the people and it's no offense to them, but they don't really have anything to offer. Like they're not also musicians, you know. Like when mm-hmm. you get off stage and like, oh my god, that was great. They're not like, hey, that was great. Like you know, I really appreciate how you you know you played that chord at that particular time. And then the, the re- it's just like, oh, that was really great. They're just fans of the craft. They're not participants. But at making it one hundred, right. the quote fans were actually. I mean, pretty much everybody I met was like way more skilled oh, yes. than everything yes. than I am. You know what I mean? So it wasn't. So it wasn't just they like. Sure are. It wasn't just like oh, like some kind of fame circle thing. It was like these like real like amazing conversations with people that get what you do and and give you like more to help you take it to the next level. And um, yeah, it, it was yeah, it was pretty awesome. Different. I mean, yeah, it was neat to have a few people come up and, and say, you know, hey, Bobo, that knew who I was that I didn't know who they were. But it was also great to run into all these people that I knew who yeah. they were. I mean, that's right. we, yeah, exactly. we met Ben. We met Rory May. I mean, I was like, holy smokes, Rory May came out to see this thing. Um, Dave Gagne showed up, man. I got to hang out and hug him. Got to meet uh, Dan Harzu. Got to meet all these other makers that are so far beyond talented in every area that I could ever want to play with tools in. And they're just, we're all just one, 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 one of the crowd, one of the gang, yeah. you know? It's, are you kidding? Yeah. I stayed at Ben's apartment. Oh, that's and right. Yeah. yeah, that's right. That was super cool because I got to see, like, where he shoots and everything that he's built. Basically, like, every, up until then, obviously, everything right. that he had built was in this apartment. The bed, the couch, the bathroom, the, you know, the right. everything. I was like, oh, man, this is where you did the thing with the thing. So that was that was pretty intense. And, like, we got, I think we stayed up to, like, 3 in the morning talking about, like, how and why and, and how to maximize this. And he gave me some, like, really great advice. And I just really really smart guy but you're right sort of like we got to sort of fanboy out on some of these you know like pillars of the community so that was really cool for me also even more Mm. so actually than anything else oh yeah and just just as a point of interest uh it was episode 75 hybrid reclaimed with mark spagnolo so it was exactly half of 150 you know what's interesting about that uh that episode was uh i thought that was going to be a really a good idea because he he wrote the book Hybrid Woodworking and everyone sort of uh, ascribes that that uh, that style of woodworking to him. Did we even uh, talk? But he about actually that? had nothing to talk about with regard to because <laughs> he doesn't. No. So. No, he's never reclaimed a single thing. He's no. Like, no. Yeah. He hasn't. No. No. So, he, uh, he. It's not that he's not green. I mean, he might be you know milling his own trees and standing and staring at it for two years as it no. dries, he's not which is that. way greener than cutting a palace, but. 
<laughs> it's Mark Spagnolo. We sat down and had an hour and a half conversation with Mark Spagnolo. I'm good with right. that. Right. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah. But if I could yeah, go back and figure guy. out a different title or a different topic for him, you know, I, I would. So the next time we have him on, I'll definitely do something different. Maybe, He's maybe, maybe, yeah, I was going to say, maybe. back. He said he would. Maybe, maybe we can call it Awkward Podcast Moments with Mark Spagnola. <laughs> He'd be really good at that. Yeah. Um, he would be really good at that. He'd be good at anything, to be honest with you. I mean, he's guys. Listen, there's a reason he's my best friend. So yeah, just yeah, because you pay him. Um, I don't pay him <laughs> much. But you know, it, not only is he an expert woodworker, but he's a like like a founding father of like woodworking podcasts, like the original woodworking podcast. So he does know how to oh, podcast. He's a media YouTube. Motor. He's uh, yeah, he's yeah. the founding father of social media for makers, as far as I'm concerned. Yeah. Even more than that, he's been mm. on actual TV. I remember back in the day yeah. on tech TV, there was a show called The Screensavers with Leah Laporte. And that was the first time I had ever seen, uh, you know, Spags. He was on this show with this, like this, he was a real TV host who I'd watched all the time. And Spags was giving him like this Japanese-inspired wooden charging station, and they were talking all about that. And that was the that was the first time I'd ever seen Mark. And then all of a sudden, like YouTube, and it's just crazy. Hmm. He's been everywhere, man. I did not know that. Yeah, yeah, he's been. We we talked about it actually. Him and I. It's was, uh, it was interesting. And he's so like a real now, celebrity. Now you're just showing off, Phil. Am I? Sorry about that, guys. Sorry about that. Yeah. You you okay? You need to take a minute. Catch your uh, breath? Um, I took a hot second. I'm good. You had a hot flash. Okay. That's for sure. Well, I am getting older. <laughs> okay, well, um, how are we doing on time here? We, we could probably spend another couple of minutes couple of walking minutes. down memory we're lane. Into, we're at about minute 43 here. Yeah. For the uh, sake of... Yeah, I'm so, trying to look at some of these uh, topics. So, like... So weird. Staying fresh with Laura Kampf. Remember when we had Laura on? Yeah. Oh, man. Hey, look... Laura, if you still listen, we wanted to get your voice for our intro. Yeah, so, yeah, remember and that? And that never happened. We got busy. Yeah, we got so busy. We try that. <laughs> <laughs> you know, she's like she's like one of the most famous the makers on the planet the right US. now. Yeah, we got busy. Sorry about that. We'll try and schedule you in next month, Laura. Yeah, uh, I'll call you later. Yeah, <laughs> I'll have my people call your. You people. should. You should see her. She's in uh, New York for Maker Fair. She's hanging out. I'll see her Saturday. Yeah. 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 Just get something we, real quick on actually, your phone. What's that? Just get something real quick from her on your phone. Uh, I if I remember, I will. It's like, but welcome to reclaimed that. audio. You know, like just something like that. Why don't you just do it? Because you sounded just like her. Yeah, I did thought I? she was on the show. <laughs> I was like, whoa, Laura, when did you get here? I actually just played it. I just played that was from the actual episode that we just did with her. Oh, whoa! Yeah, that's what I did there. Yeah, good, right? Yeah. Yeah, that was good. Pretty good. Uh, I'm trying to get up into another part of our list here. Uh, is it uh, episode yes. 89, Grade A Goofballs? Because not much has changed. <laughs> yeah, I think that, you know what, that might be around the time that we started getting into what I would consider like the modern era of our podcast. <laughs> grade A Goofballs? <laughs> <laughs> you oh, know, grade... I think we really found ourselves around Grade yeah. A Goofballs. Yeah. yeah. Oh, no, I'm sorry. My bad. It was uh, it was uh, episode ninety five, multiple questgasms. But uh, this is the <laughs> <laughs> that was a pre show. <laughs> Hang on, I don't know if that was the name of the actual show. <laughs> uh, yeah, it was. Yes, it was. Multiple questgasms. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's oh a funny one. 
Oh man, who oh, yeah, so so that, that was a question and answer, I would assume, right? Yes, but I the answers so. were so good. Yeah. <laughs> Multiple que- that's I don't even want to repeat uh, that out loud. What about episode ninety seven? Bill's Nuggets. <laughs> yep, Bill's Nuggets. And you know, since we're doing we're trying to do something special for our you know, our our not centennial, but our half centennial our bison, are we gonna start whatever. That? Uh for episode one hundred, we came up with a very clever name. The one hundred. The one hundred. That's right. <laughs> so we should have called this one the one fifty. The one fifty. If we had taken the time to look back at this list before we hit record, we could have I thought for one hundred the thing that stood out honestly for me the most was the fact that Phil started numbering them actually numerically. Yeah. Right. He went back and fixed them all because yeah. up until one hundred they were all one oh one, one oh two. Yeah. Because you were planning seasons? What was I was it? planning was seasons also um, in business when you order when you when you start in business and you're gonna invoice customers, you never start at invoice one. You start at like invoice one thousand or invoice ten thousand, so you don't look like a rook amateur. Hmm. Well, it's like when you get your checkbook, the first check is one right. hundred. Yes, but everybody exactly. knows that. Yeah. So you're not fooling anyone. Maybe I'm fooling a couple of people. You know. You know. You want to know my invoice system? Uh, you laser print on something demand? on the back of a shoe. No, my not my numbering system. I'm listening. My, my numbering system. The date plus the number one. The date plus the number two. If I have two in the same day. How is okay? So like, but you have to so include like, the month and the year. Yeah, so it's January seventh, two thousand eighteen. So it's six seven, two zero one eight one. You don't use zeros so for, to delineate. You. Well, no, your bookkeeper must absolutely hate you. That is. I'm my bookkeeper. You, no one has ever looked over your books. No. Who would look over my books? Um, uh, three people. Uh, I. Uh, someone else, Why? and then S. Oh, I. Someone else in the house. Uh, no, I mean I have a my my accountant goes over a lot of okay, stuff. Okay, so I mean, that's something. Like, yeah, but he's not like, well, where's your, you know, where, he doesn't look at the invoice numbers. He doesn't give a crap at the invoice numbers. Like they're just all, you know, it's okay. just all there. It's all on a list. Because it doesn't feel like it's sequential. Like when you're looking for invoices one through ten, it is sequential. It goes from January first. Oh my god. <laughs> to December thirty first. It's sequential. If you can't figure out those numbers, you probably shouldn't be an accountant. You know, I don't like I don't like where this conversation is going. To be honest, <laughs> I I didn't like where this conversation was going five minutes ago. No one, well, no one sees those numbers besides the customer. Really, it's not like um, you know what I mean. I just put on the top of the thing for the customer because I never have more than one account in a day. You know what right. I mean? Like I'm just right. I'm not like writing seven of them a day. And if I do it to the same person, so they get two of them sequentially because they want me to itemize it or something. You know, so it just they go together. Pro counting yeah, tips my, from Tim Sway, guys. You're yeah, welcome. No. You're welcome. It's, very pro. Here, I think that's here exactly Casey's the word spending really all pro. this money going back to school to be an accountant for no good reason when she could just use the money date poorly number. spent. Yeah, the date plus the number one. I had a receipt book at one point in time, like back, you know, when I would do stuff uh, like shows and one of those you know, had the numbers on it, the yellow paper and yeah, try copy, and um, and I hated that. What do you do now? I you just that. use Square on your phone. Um, yeah, I use uh, I use a square, or if um, if they're paying by check or cash, it doesn't really matter. I just write down a piece of scrap paper and then write it down in my log later at home. You right. know, but now it's all in Google Docs, so I can just pull out my phone and type mm. it in there. So I have a spreadsheet in there, you know. Episode one hundred and five, the schlep. The schlep. 
<laughs> Which, uh, for anyone who doesn't understand Yiddish, the schlep is kind of like the the hard part or the crappy part. It, it kind of like the grind. It's kind of like the grind. Okay, yeah. Yeah. Well, that makes sense. So this is episode 120. Yiddish. What? what episodes 120 and 129 have in common? 120 was... They both have 120 in their number. Oh, uh, I believe... Someone paid us to be on. (laughs) (laughs) Someone was billed twice. (laughs) But, yeah, by the way, he was on twice. uh, So he got his money's worth. Uh, By the way, we are not laughing at the guest. We are laughing at ourselves. So, respect to those who paid to be on. I am totally laughing at Keith for that. And by ourselves, we mean we're laughing at Keith. Yeah. (laughs) With Keith. Keith? With Keith. Keith, we're very fond of you. And your Benjamins. So, Andrew, if you and ever want to be on our podcast again, you your know how. <laughs> always good here. In fact, if you uh, pay us way, double, we'll be on your podcast. Oh wait, no, Tim was already on his podcast. I was. I was actually. I'll see Keith this weekend. He'll be at New York, New York Maker Fair. Oh, nice. So, um, I'll see if I can uh, get seventy-five bucks out of him, and we'll have him on again. <laughs> see if you can motivate him to start doing his podcast again, so I can guest on it. I mean, this is just ridiculous. I know, and he's got. He's got. Uh, he's only doing like one a month now or something. Keith, what's up, man? Yeah. I'm waiting for part two. Yeah. Part two on plywood. Yeah. So it's yeah. probably in there right now. But give him the old <clears throat> Boston. Yeah. 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 Uh, we're gonna need a bigger boat. Episode one twenty three. I like that one. That was a good one. That's a good one. That was about like yeah. outgrowing your space and stuff. Yeah. I like that Makes one a lot. Sense. Um, let me see. Up oh, guitar zeros. There's Bill's favorite. I love that one. That one was so Super much fun. Hurtful. It's got some numbers on that too, doesn't it? Look at the numbers on that dang episode. Uh, that's are, you listening to it over and over again. From yeah, every single, I knock on my neighbor's house and download it from their <clears> computer. I could see that. You know, episode episode one forty two was uh, unobtainium, and I believe that was the one that was just you and me, Phil. Yeah, the the one with the low numbers. Any good? What do those numbers look like? Oh, the numbers, oh, they're about the same. They're about they're the not, same. They're so not even close. Can. They're not even close. I looked it up. Uh, I can I can tell you exactly how far apart they are. They're 100 uh, listens apart. I mean. Yeah, about. I was going to tell you exactly. 3,000 uh, minus, uh, this is a race, so it's 163 yeah. listens apart. So uh-huh. all you listeners out there that want to annoy Bill, go listen to episode 142 163 times. <laughs> also, also the second. Oh my god! I can see the number going up right now. There it goes. It ding, starts... ding 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 ding. <laughs> Who would want to annoy me? I don't know. I don't know. Who would? Who would? That's not rhetorical, by the way. Please send us emails telling us. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We've. Uh, oh, I never pulled up the iTunes window. Who wants to do an iTunes? Um, oh, I can do that. Uh, Oh, I'll do right. I'll do the international ones. Right, okay. Let's see. Podcast. Um, so this is our, our new I like this segment. iTunes I reviews like, reviews. We call review it Review the Review. Yeah, well we, we, we review one of our recent iTunes reviews. Uh, so if you leave an iTunes review, we might review it. Here's the funny um, thing is we don't actually review it, we just read it out loud and then giggle. That's well there's magic to that though, Phil. Mm-hmm. All right, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go. I'm scrolling now, so you guys can watch. I'm just gonna scroll. I'll go for one of the newer ones. Yeah. Go up to the. Yeah. All right. P- switch it to like most recent, and uh, and go for one of the top. You know, from the past couple months. 
Okay, here, let me see. Let's see. All right, second one from the top. Uh, it's okay. five stars, adding great content to a, hold on. It won't show me the whole thing. Maybe if I turn my phone sideways. No. Anyway, I'm, I'm on my phone. This guys, I too love making it. And I am also a member of the Facebook group. And it is encouraging to see other people step up and add to the portfolio for us makers. I really think there is a resurgence of people looking to make more than they are forced to buy. And you guys are helping enable them. Phil, great job setting it up. Tim and Lutz are awesome and encouraging people. Great host lineup. Will there be special guests in the future? I know the whole group would have a geek-gasm if there was a meet-a-maker-type concept. Great job. That was our second ever review. Josh did that. Oh, the PI works. You're right. It was the second from the top. Yeah. I guess I have to scroll all the way. You guys made me stop scrolling. Hold on. I'll do a new one. Hold on. That was... Yeah, you went to the, the you, you need to switch the list to the second from Descending the other order. Yeah, yeah. I don't know how to yeah. do that. While he's doing yeah. that, I'll read this one because it's pretty quick. Okay. That way we don't have dead air. Uh, this one is by Jeeves Forty Nine. Um, great name. Yeah, and the well, it's British, so that makes sense. Topic is great show. I like where this is going. Really interesting <laughs> podcast focusing on the reclaimed aspect of making from two really knowledgeable hosts and some other guy. <laughs> I'm good with that. Me too. Uh, I'm I'm good with that. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Bill, how you doing over there? All right, I'm ready. I'm gonna go for the the uh, last the very. Actually, I I could do the the last two because they're only one sentence. Yeah. Do the grim so, squeaker okay. over there. Uh, uh, I'll do him. He's the last one. The one right before him, it just it's by uh, SX Season, Season X. I don't know. Love these guys. Love these guys. And Bill, too. And then, uh, Nothing but net. <laughs> <laughs> and then the last one is from our buddy Ryan Ridgely, the Grim Squeaker. If you don't get it, you should, because reasons. That is a very, <laughs> um, maybe I've said too much, line. That is a maybe I've said too much too many times line. Yeah, yeah. You yeah. know why? Reasons. That's that's not even that's not even it's maybe I've thing, said really. too much. You just straight up said too many things, and yeah. you know why? Know. Reasons. Yeah. Great. Now we have to give Mike Laffey three nickels. <laughs> this podcast can't afford that. So. No. Okay, next. What guys, what tickled your fancy this week? What What's going on for you? What grabbed your attention? Bill, why don't you uh listen to what Tim's about to say? <laughs> um, you know those uh, you know those car shows that you know they're on like the Discovery Channel and stuff and you know like those car quote reality shows. They always like follow that formula, you know. And it's like, oh, we got to sell this car before Tuesday or we go bankrupt and everybody dies. You know, there's like, always like the thing. I like those shows because I like cars, but like those shows are really annoying. So I was excited to see that Netflix has a show called Car Masters. I was like, oh, this is great. It'll, it'll, it won't follow that model and it will be better. And it'll be like everything that I always wanted these types of making shows to be. They're going to finally catch up to what YouTube's doing. 
but they didn't. Oh. <laughs> it's just the same old, same old. But the one thing that's interesting about the show is like the guy makes cool cars, and it's still all that typical, you know, reality show drama, you know, BS stuff. But what's interesting, and I don't know if it's just for the show or if it's really like this, is that the 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 garage is a profit sharing garage. It's almost like a socialist kind of an entity so there's a boss that owns the place but they they flip cars until they get to a six-figure payday and then they profit share um and uh so the employees are not paid salary so what that means is that there is still one artistic director uh for the most part although he will give he'll say like okay this one's yours you're in charge of this car you know Mm -hmm. but um so they make when it comes to like financial decisions they're like like they had a deal fall through and so they had to decide whether they want to hang on to this vehicle uh, to you know, to flip it, or if they wanted to just sell it outright, they go, to, you know, become it's a meeting and they have a vote. Hmm. So like, so like the owner, like he wanted to hang on to the car, and then but three of the five employees said, no, we want to get paid, so they sold it because they said so. And I thought there's a really interesting model to see this like kind of pseudo socialist like business and working in a capitalist society, you know, and uh, it was very, it was just interesting. Um, but if so that's I, not I democracy, just, I don't know what is. So it's kind of not exactly. Socialist. It's the, it's. It's the well, it's democracy, but it's you know, it, it's political it, democracy, but then then economic socialism, capitalism, yeah, it's economic socialism, but it's, it's the opposite way, you yeah. know. <laughs> yeah, it was interesting. Uh, so I liked that, and then the, you know, a couple of the cars are cool. So that was that was my show. But uh, that but is it's very still, interesting. I'll have to check that out. I'm going to be on uh, several several flights next week, so I'll have some. Yeah, if you like time. old cars. You know, I it's like I just like looking at the old cars. I just I wish that they would show more of what they're actually doing. Like, because I have a bunch of body work to do on my truck, and I want to learn. Like, I don't want to just say, oh, we gotta make sure we sell this. Uh, yeah. I said seventeen fifty. I'd never give you eighteen. You know, like I don't. <laughs> well, that was like pimp my ride, mate. Like pimp my ride was like they did nothing mechanically to the car. They just threw in subwoofers and playstations into it, and then the thing just like there were all these subreddits or all these Reddit posts about like they go hey if you were ever on the show we'd love to hear like what was your experience and then all these people who were on it sort of came back and said yeah i could only drive that car for like another couple of weeks before like the seats fell out from the bottom of the car because they made it look good but it still didn't run any better structurally sound yeah yeah it's you know it's not it's not road safe or whatever i I, I question a lot of that like this show they've been chopping frames up and welding them back together left and right and I'm just like, eh. And then they put this, like, you know, 427 overhead blower motor in it. And they, you know, and they, all right, see you later. Zero to 60 in four seconds. And this oh frame God. that we just welded together with a MiG-140, you know, like, I'm Yikes. like, oh. So, but, you know, hey, it's it's just TV. Tim, <laughs> yes. you, you said something interesting. You said, I want to learn to do body work. No, you don't. Yeah. No, you don't. Trust me. You don't want to learn to do body work. I don't want to do it, but I need to do it. Um... No, you don't. My truck's rusting away. It, well, you there's there's difference between stopping rust and doing body work, and yeah, you, there's there's no in between. There's no graduating from that. You have to either know what you're doing or you just don't want to play with it. Because I promise or it you, it looks like crap. Yeah, it, it, the rust yeah. looks better than bad body work. Oh, I know, I know. I've done bad body work. I've done uh, pop riveted <laughs> in beer cans over rust holes in the past and stuff. You know, for sure. Wait, yeah. and that didn't look good. You think you could get enough Bondo over the rivets in the beer can, but surprisingly, <laughs> huh. Huh. never mind. You know, you understand. Okay. Yeah. The funny thing yeah. is, is that aluminum over steel will rust. Period. Faster. Yeah. 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 Well, I don't think. Yeah, but it's. I don't do, think an aluminum five hundred dollar car. You got to get through inspection. You. you I don't know? think an aluminum Let's, can really counts as that type of aluminum. 
because I think there's so much process and stuff in an aluminum can. It's not like like bar stock aluminum. It's just it's just two different kinds of metals together will oxidize. Yeah, I don't know. If, I don't know. I'd be curious. Well, sounds like a YouTube smarter, video. Sounds like somebody smarter than us should should uh, write in and let us know. Will an aluminum can over steel cause the steel to rust? I keep watching these car shows on Netflix and they don't have the answers. That's so weird. That's so weird. Huh. <laughs> Nobody's asking the right questions. You're welcome in advance. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Bill. Bill, how about you? Oh. What, what inspired you? You yeah. know what? Ins- honestly, what inspired me this last week uh, is diversity. And what I mean by that is I spent uh, earlier in the week, like I said, doing some demo work at, at this new space. And I had the doors wide open. Uh uh, an old um, uh, spatula as a prop to keep one door from closing and then a, a piece of wood and a towel for the other one. And the amount of people that were walking by, and you got to re- realize that the Bay Area is extremely diversified. So there's young, old, every race, every every everybody, right? And Jack London, Oakland is no different than that. Everybody that walked by, I thought it would get annoying, but it didn't. It's like, oh, hey, what's going on? What's going to be in here? And I had so much fun explaining uh, my wife's salon is down the street. She's moving closer to this way. There's going to be a cupcake store next door. And and it's just everybody from that neighborhood who lives in that neighborhood stopped by and said, hey, what's going on? What's this going to be? And it was so friendly. And it was, it was just, it was, it took me, I, I was taken aback by how, friendly uh, 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 more diversified not not quite up and come yet neighborhood really is so that it was refreshing it was nice to meet locals and um, yeah that caught my attention I was like oh wow nobody nobody was a jerk at all everybody was friendly and nice and in fact there's a barber shop down the street um, we walked by there and I, I there's a couple of design ideas I got from something they had in there and the guy's like, Hey, how you doing? Blah 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 and we started talking and, and told them what we were doing, like, Yeah, we know your salon down the street, about six blocks, blah, blah and they invited us to a party. I mean that's that's the kind of neighborhood that she's moving into. And they're the competition. Not well, a barber shop Not is really. no competition yeah. to a, a yeah. salon, so they're, they're yeah, two two so. different businesses, but but no, it was just yeah. fun. So what caught my attention is, and you know me, I don't really like people, and I I liked people all earlier this week. It was amazing. They were great. Nice. Yeah. That's sweet. That it is. Was. Yeah. Phil, uh, care to I'm follow that up with something? Me. Go ahead. No. Hey, Phil. Can you what what fo- caught your attention this yeah, week, Phil? Something sweet. Since it's episode one fifty, I'll ask and. Uh, nothing. Nothing did. No, last week nothing That's caught what you your said attention. Last week. You can't do that again. Yeah. Make Damn it up. It. Make it um, up. I'll tell you what did. So, uh, talking about Yom Kippur, Yom Kippur is like I said, it's the Day of Atonement. We fast for our sins, but I don't really do it for the religious reasons. I do it more for the cultural reasons. And the reason I do it the most is basically to to gain a little a little grounding, a little humility, and a good reminder of what we have that we take for granted every single day, and that is the ability to you know, a full belly and, you know, all of the comforts that we have. So to be uncomfortable one day a year is a small price to maintain some grounding and to just remember how fortunate we we all are. I mean, there is no one I know that um, that couldn't use that reminder. Amen. So say we all. Yeah. yeah. So so you, you just said that and uh, – Bill discovered diversity, and I watched a car show on Netflix. <laughs> we didn't, we didn't, we didn't mean to make you sound superficial, but I appreciate that. Here we are. 
Or what was the other uh, word? I wanted to talk about kittens. I was really inspired by <laughs> kittens this week. <laughs> I wanted to talk about life as a whole, if I could. Yeah. As a well, whole. Uh, big words about family and... Commitment. Esoteric. <laughs> yeah, you said you went and saw right. Maddie for her birthday. That was sweet. Yeah, but that wasn't my pick. I talked about a car show on Netflix. <laughs> Here's what it is. Yeah. All right, boys. Our channels on Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube. I'm Phil Pinsky. Check out ironandsoul.com. Shipping orders, as always. WilliamLutz.com. TimSway.net. NewPerspectivesMusic.com. Contact us for show topics, suggestions, feedback, all that good stuff. We love hearing from you guys. Or hit us up on, uh, actually, I skipped the line there. Info at ReclaimedAudioPodcast.com. Or hit us up on Twitter at ReclaimedAudio. On iTunes, leave us them reviews. We read them out loud. And it's a lot of fun. So help us do that with a five-star review. Patreon.com slash Reclaimed Audio, the absolute best way to help keep us on the air for yet another year. Don't forget that with as little as a $1 per episode, uh, whatever, subscription, donation, whatever it is, you get access to the pre-show where you get to hear the diligent pre-show and how we plan out these episodes weeks and weeks in advance. So it's uh, it's really a fun experience, and it's a little blue and R-rated, so that's that's a side of us you don't normally get to see on the podcast. And uh, that's all I got there. It's kind of appropriate, actually, that, that Bill read one of our first podcast comments for our mm. 150 reflection what was amazing Even about was that is phil knew who wrote it without me saying his name i know i i didn't want to give him credit for that but yeah that and, well, and we love a, josh he's a good man he is a good man yeah somebody good we man. all got to Absolutely. meet and hug so i didn't hug him but i saw you you him guys. for me i saw yeah. you guys there was did we something did we going on there was we may have hugged there's there was some but there's definitely grasping. a chemistry there was man there was a grasping i like to call it hmm. There was, there was definitely Josh, has, Josh has been to my shop, unlike both of you. Neither of you have been to my shop, but Josh has. I will... Was this not when he was mobile? He was mobile at the time, I believe. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you're immobile? Wait, you, uh, my you home down? is not on wheels. <laughs> I don't think. Uh, and that's what, we, that's what I'm thankful for after my 26 hours of atonement. <laughs> that's right. That my home has, has concrete foundation. Well, that's, yeah. that's Anyways, why they call will, it a fast. I will come to your shop. You can wipe out your entirety of bad stuff in 26 hours. That's pretty fast. Something like that. I don't think you ever wipe out your bad stuff. I think you always sort of carry it with you. But oh, yeah. at least you gain some perspective. You definitely mm-hmm. perspective. carry it with you. I can vouch for that. Yeah. You just sort of have to live with it. But it is what it is. Gentlemen, have a wondrous week. To our listeners, thank you so much for being with us. If you've been with us for one one episode or all 150, we appreciate you and we sincerely su- uh, appreciate the support. So thank you. No kidding. I, yes. I love you all and I love you boys. It's been 150 great uh, memories that I don't remember. Yeah, I forgot. Well said. Okay. Well said. Bye, everybody. Bye. Guys. Be good. <laughs>